0: Hey everybody, welcome to Grounding Our Faith. In this podcast, we strive to make plain topics in the Bible, theology, and faith. In a world continually offering bizarre ideas, fighting for our attention and our allegiance, it's important now, maybe more than ever, to know what you believe and why you believe it. I'm your host, Paul Dacey, and this is Grounding Our Faith. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Grounding Our Faith podcast in our Advent devotional series. In the past few days, we have seen the song of Mary, we have seen the song of Zechariah, and the angel's song as we are looking at what we are calling the Christmas playlist, these songs that have been recorded for us within scriptures around the birth of Christ. I have the privilege of doing uh, this morning's devotional, and that is the song of Simeon, which is probably uh, the one that is least uh, known about uh, a song around the uh, the birth of Christ. So if you have a Bible with you, if you want to go to Luke chapter 2, uh, Simeon's actual song uh, begins with verse 29 through verse 32, but I'm going to expand that a little bit from verses 25 through 34 if you would like to follow along. So I'm going to begin by uh, reading this passage for us. So Luke chapter 2, Holding a baby in your arms for the first time can elicit many emotions. For some, it's as natural as one step in front of the other, and for others, well, awkward would be putting it generously. I don't remember exactly, but when I first held my daughter Piper in the hospital, I think I said something along the line of, I don't want to alarm you, but I'm dad, it wasn't my finest moment, but it was honest nonetheless. In our passage this morning, Simeon, a righteous, God fearing old man, had no problem in this moment, holding the baby Jesus in his arms and proclaiming in public a truth that Mary was told in private by the angel this child was here to save. Simeon understood that Jesus was not here just to save the people of Israel, God's chosen race but Gentiles as well. So this old man is now content to die. He has been waiting his whole life for this one sight. And now he has seen it, the Lord's salvation in the shape of a baby lying in his arms. As he addresses Mary specifically in verses 34 and 35, Simeon alludes to what was to come. He would be the reason for the rising and falling of many. He would reveal secrets and attitudes of people's hearts towards God. He would be verbally opposed by the masses, and his mom's heart would break because of him. Simeon did not say how it would be torn or broken, only how it was going to feel. The scriptures really give us nothing on how Mary received this news or how she responded to this counter, all the then that she and Joseph marveled at what was said. One could only imagine if she recalled these words, what words by Jesus was growing up or if she had a deja vu moment grounded in these words later on. If there ever was a time for her to have a strong memory of this occasion, it would have been much later on at the complete other end of Jesus' life. This brings us to what I believe is the key takeaway for this passage. Simeon, in the very first days of Jesus' life, connects the dots for us. While welcoming baby Jesus at a time that we now call Christmas, Simeon's words point us to Good Friday. Unless we grasp the events of Good Friday and Easter, we will never understand the heart of Christmas. All of what God has been doing from eternity past are not disjointed and disconnected events. There is a thread through all of them moving us toward the first Advent, the birth of a Savior at Christmas, and why the Savior needed to come in the first place, which leads us to Good Friday and Easter. When we gaze upon the manger, we must also see a cross in the distance. It has been said that Christmas is a dividing line. For many years, the Western world has divided its ancient calendar by this moment events before and after Christ's birth. So we see that the world acknowledges him as an important historical figure. But the true existence of a dividing line is only made clear if Jesus is who the scriptures claim him to be, and if he accomplishes what the scriptures say he will do. The name Jesus means Yahweh saves. If this name foretelling both his identity and his mission is true— then the line is most clearly drawn, a defining moment in all of history. Simeon understood these deep theological truths even as Jesus was just a few days old. As we celebrate Jesus' birth this week, let us be ever mindful of his mission to save not just his people Israel, but the entire world through the cross.